0: Well, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us for Memorial Day service. Uh, Not only do we think of uh, those that have given their life for our freedoms, but mostly for our Savior. In just a few minutes, we are going to receive the elements. If you're at home uh, and you'd like to prepare with some uh, bread and uh, juice, in just a little bit we will be partaking as well. Uh, We do have uh, a few more baptisms in just a minute. And uh, you know what, Ben, where's Ben? I saw you just go down, uh, 21st birthday on this guy. Wow, that's exciting. A great part of our team here and uh, appreciate uh, that as well. But uh, uh, Ben grew up in our church and he went to teen camp a number of uh, years ago and he met this young man named Zach. And uh, Zach lived in another state, but his parents were moving to Fredericksburg, Virginia, and uh, they got here, and he said uh, uh, on that uh, first Wednesday night, his parents said, where are you going? I'm going to Ben's church, and uh, they said, well, we want to know about this church, and uh, they have been in our church for four years. Well, this is their last Sunday. They were in our first service, and they are moving away I had just a great note uh, from Chris. Uh, He said, I just wanted to drop a note to thank you for these past four years of being at Choice, and he shared some other wonderful things. Uh, Last week, when he was pulling away from Choice, he said, my mind drifted to Matthew chapter 10, where Jesus, in his earthly ministry, called people to him, and then he sent them out, and he thanked uh, the pastoral team, the church family, for uh, just ministering to him and his family over the past four years. And then also we have the Crawford family that works in our Impact Kids Wing. Uh, They're moving to North Carolina, and uh, uh, so we always hate to say goodbye. But, you know, there's something uh, important about getting connected to a church and uh, not just uh, uh, coming and getting ministered to, but also ministering to others. And so uh, I see the Crawfords back here. God bless you guys, thank you so much uh, for all you've done here at Choice over the years and uh, we're excited about uh, your move in the near future uh, uh, as well. And we're gonna miss your cat uh, hats and uh, whatever we have called. And uh, I love uh, Alexis, Connor, Madison, uh, the entire uh, family there as well. Just think of this uh, for a minute. When it comes to a church, we've been talking about uh, a church and and, uh, the last few Sundays, and this morning we've been worshiping God, the psalmist in Psalm 68, and just, just want you to focus on these verses. I don't even have them on the screen. I just wanted to read them to you. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yes, let them rejoice exceedingly. That's what we were doing this morning sing to god sing praises to his name extol him who rides on the clouds by his name yah or Jah, we just sang about hallelujah praise jehovah praise the lord rejoice before him why do we worship him well it goes on he's a father of the fatherless a defender of widows He's there to minister to us. He cares for us, and if you feel lonely today, whether you're watching the service online uh, alone or as a family or sitting here in the service uh, feeling a little bit empty or alone, let me tell you something about the God that we serve. God sets the solitary in families. God has a place for you to get connected. God instituted the family from the beginning of creation and in the New Testament, he said, I will build my church. And he instituted the church. And we all need a physical family, but sometimes that hasn't worked out for some. A parent has left or a spouse has left. But I can tell you one thing. There is always that spiritual family. God is there with you, and he sets us in families. Do you feel alone, feel isolated, feel solitary? Thank God he's there. Let's just pray as we begin. We're gonna talk about the two ordinances of the church this morning. Dear Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you for in your wisdom that you designed relationships we thank you for the church, we pray your blessing upon the plants as they move, on the Crawfords, as they transition into a new phase of their life. Lord, just pray your blessing. I pray that these families would find a church that ministers to them, that builds relationships with them and a place where they can get involved and use their abilities to serve you. Thank you for each person that's here today. God, as we look into your word, I pray that we'd have better understanding. May you open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things out of your law. In Jesus' name, amen. When Jesus got ready to leave his disciples, he had one more message for them. We call that the Great Commission. It's in Matthew 28 and it simply says this, Jesus talking to his disciples, talking to this assembled group or his church. And he says, go therefore and make disciples. That's the purpose of the church, to make disciples. And he goes on and he gives us the first step of obedience after we have become a Christian. And he tells us what that is, he says, I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. There's two ordinances that God gives to the church. This ordinance called baptism. The church has the responsibility to go and to share the gospel. We do that as individuals as well. And then after we know Jesus is Savior, he says we're to follow in baptism. We uh, have a few more baptisms in a minute. We just saw the two baptisms. Now let me tell you that the water is not special water. It's just water, That water doesn't wash sins away. There is something that washes sins away, though. It is the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus died for us. That's the only way we can get to heaven, by our faith in him. It's not a church. It's not a baptism. It's not our good works, anything that we can do. But baptism is a symbol, as we're going to see in just a minute. Just like I wear a wedding ring, it is simply a symbol. It doesn't marry me. Some of you have jobs where you can't wear that ring, uh, but you are still married, right? All this simply does is symbolize, it demonstrates to others, it shows forth of what happened that day that we said, I do. Today, Memorial uh, Day, we celebrate this weekend, those that have sacrificed. That flag, all it is, is a piece of material with three colors on it, red, white, and blue. It's just a piece of cloth, but it's important because of what it symbolizes. And this water is just water, but it symbolizes something very important. You see, more important than the symbol of the cross or the symbol of the fish, or years ago people wore little bracelets that said, what would Jesus do? More important than any of those symbols is what Romans 6 talks about, the symbol of baptism. Romans 6.1 says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? You see, grace is what saves us. The law cannot save you, your good works cannot save you. It's by God's grace allowing Jesus to go to the cross and when we place our faith in him, you have eternal life. It is an amazing thing. It is the gift of God. That is God's grace what he wants to do. Now some uh, in uh, this church and this group of believers thought, hey, now I'm saved, I guess I can just do whatever I want. God's gonna forgive my sins and he says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? The King James says it this way, God forbid, or the new King James says, certainly not. How shall we who die, notice he says, you're already dead, to sin live any longer therein? And he tells us the significance of baptism in verse 3. Or do you not know that as as many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ, the baptism symbolizing us planting uh, together, us identifying with Jesus Christ in his death, we've been baptized into his death. When we get baptized, we go under the water, picturing not only did Jesus die, but he was buried. And the word baptism, for hundreds of years in the early church, uh, all they did was immerse, because the word baptism just simply means immerse. Jesus was immersed. It was one of the few things we can do just like Jesus. When Jesus went into the water and he came up out of the water, he was baptized or he was immersed. And we demonstrate this beautiful thing. And he says it pictures his death in verse 3. Then verse 4. Therefore, we are buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. See that he was raised from the dead. We come up out of the water, picturing not only did Jesus die for us, he didn't stay dead. You see, if Jesus stayed dead, we've lost hope. There's no way for us to get to heaven. He was just a man that died, but Jesus was God and he came back to life and we picture his resurrection when we follow in baptism. And it goes on to say, when we get baptized, we are demonstrating that we want to walk in newness of life. We wanna live a new life. We're making that commitment. No longer am I gonna do my own thing, but when I get baptized, I'm telling others, I wanna walk in a new life because I have died to the old man. Our baptism identifies us with Jesus. If there hasn't been that point when you personally have made a decision to be baptized after you've become a believer, let me encourage you to make that step. Maybe there was a decision that your parents made when you were an infant or a young child uh, to baptize you. That's a decision that they made. We encourage you to follow the Lord after you've become a believer, outwardly demonstrating that I identify with Jesus Christ. This identity is so key. It's vital, this first step of obedience. Let me share something with you in this realm of the death, burial, and resurrection. You see, not only did Jesus die, but the moment that you trust Jesus as your Savior, you died as well. Now listen, you died in the spiritual realm. We're gonna see that depicted in just a second. So I'm gonna invite Pastor Steve to uh, uh, come in uh, as well. And uh, so Pastor Steve, go ahead and come. We have a, a number of uh, young people following the Lord in baptism here as well.